Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. I will be your father. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, I'm Derek Lawson here with David, the man of God Harris on the phone lines. Uh, Frank had to kind of step out. He didn't think he was going to have a voice this uh, morning, so he I think he did a game for the Bedford Mules, I think. He did either the girls' game or the guys' game, if I remember correctly. So he had to do a little bit of announcing. So me and David are here riding the ship. Uh, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. WXUTs after further review with a picture of Frank Vashner and the horse's head. And then also you can check us out live on WSUT's After Further Review um, on our Facebook page. And we have AFR Sports Show on Twitter. So David, the man of God, Harris is here. And we're going to get into his NFL's winners and losers. And hold on, David. Let me just get into the music here. Um, Let's see. We got it here. Here we go. You ready, David? Yep. Go ahead, David. Winners and losers. All right. Winners and losers from the last week, weekend of November, start of December. Going to mix it up a little bit, NFL and for bowl championship week, a special edition. So we're going to start off with the losers, unfortunately. And there are a lot of a lot of bowl game or excuse me, division championships that just didn't seem to go certain teams away. And I just want to get this off my chest. If you're an Oklahoma State alum or a fan, all you needed is a yard. And going into this game, your best player, arguably your best player on your roster, was not suited up. So, fourth and one, your opportunity to really throw a a wrench into the playoff committees, whatever they're thinking about, does a Big 12 team deserve to be here? And you can get a yard. Now, obviously, the running joke is, you know, when you're inside a three, just hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch instead of throwing it. They decide to run it, didn't get the stop. I mean, fourth and one, game on the line. You got to go big boy football. And it's unfortunate that he was just, you know, that much short. But that that's on coaching. If you leave your best player out then you're going to have to suffer the consequences. And their consequences was not just losing an opportunity to get in the playoff or make some noise in the playoff, but a pretty decent bowl game because Baylor is now your Big 12 champions. Woo-ha. And, you know, Mike Gundy says, you know, I'm a man. He's 40. At the time, he was 40, but he's not 40 anymore. (laughs) But, you know. Men, men, grown man gets that yard. Mm-hmm. So, next year, another team that got embarrassed, the Oregon Ducks, the team that went to Columbus and quote unquote shocked the world by being Ohio State. 
had Utah and a Utah team that you know has been through a lot of adversity this year, and again another Utah team or a Utah team that again just stifles Oregon. I don't know what it is about Oregon and Utah playing against each other mm-hmm. that Utah always seems to get that edge, but for a team that at one point was the number two, number three ranked team in the country, who was thinking about being that finally we get a Pac-12 team in this playoff, they just pooped a hammer. Right. And there's nothing else that you can say about it. One final notable mention for a loser, San Diego State being a heavy favorite mm-hmm. in the Mountain West, you know, ranked team, one of those unsung heroes, highly favored at home against a Utah State team, mm-hmm. and they just got embarrassed. Like, flat out, they... They got slapped slapped around left, right, and center, and it was ugly. So if you're a fan of Oregon, Oklahoma State, or San Diego State, hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, championship weekend was not a good sign for you. Mm-hmm. Now switching over to the pro game, Thursday night football last week, the New Orleans Saints versus Dallas Cowboys. Right. Like, can we just stop with Taysom Hill trying to be a quarterback? Like, Let's just stop. Like, he's he's not a quarterback. He's a gadget at best. Yes, he can play running back. Yes, he can line up at tight end, whatever, do all these trick plays. He is not a starting quarterback in this league. And for him to not just be a starting quarterback, get those snaps, but then also get paid the way that he is, further lets me know that Sean Payton sees something that no one else in America sees mm-hmm. no one in his staff, none of the coaches. Like, I don't know what he sees in Taysom Hill to think that this guy can play professional quarterback in the national football league. Like I, like if someone, if I could just sit down with Sean Payton and just ask him that maybe he'll have an answer for me, mm-hmm. but I just don't see it. Right. I mean, at, at this point, you might as well go into the archives, bring back Drew Brees. Drew Brees in a suit can at least make half the throws mm-hmm. that Taysom Hill is missing. Right. I, I mean, who else do we need to get? Shoot, Arch, Archie Manning can come out there and play better than Taysom Hill. Right. It, it, it's bad. And if I'm a Saints fan, like, there was so, so much intrigue. Mm-hmm. Kind of heading into the season, you know, the first year after Drew Brees, he was going to be that heir apparent. Mm-hmm. For a while, it was Jameis before he got hurt, and so that just kind of threw a wrench in everything. You don't have Alvin Kamara, who's your best offensive weapon, bar none. Right. And so now we're just seeing, like, this This team was, I don't know, night and day. Like, this was Drew Brees' team. This team was built around Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. Right. With them two gone, it, yeah. it's bad. Mm, well, <sighs> okay, yeah, this, that's crazy. Yeah. And then the last loser, anyone that went to the Bills Patriots game Monday Night Football, anyone that watched it, well, what's wrong with it? It was good old school football. I mean, it it was, but like at some point, wind, like. 
I've never played in a game that windy. I've never been in a football stadium where it was that windy. Right. And like people are like nagging on, you know, the Bills for letting the Patriots run against them, you know, nineteen thousand times. I feel like there was just another carry that Jones handed off to someone else. But it's like you're not throwing in that weather. And for Buffalo to think that they could try to throw in that weather, like read the room. Like it is you this is a running game. You might as well have just played without any wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, a modified seven on seven lineman, quarterback, running back. Right. And then front seven for the defense. Like, like it, that was one of those rarity games where watching it live, you're like, what are they doing? Watching it in retrospect, you're like, I can't believe they did that. But like you said, there's some purists, there's some diehard that was like, oh, that's you know, that's real football. Back to the 70s, all this airing it out 30, 40, 50 times a game. Like, let's let's get those yards one yard at a time, two yards at a time. Yeah, it, was, mm-hmm. it was a game. Right. It was a game. <sighs> now switching over to the winners, starting off again in mm-hmm. college. Again, it is bowl week for our Rockets as we played Mid-Tennessee State in the Bahamas. So They're lucky. I, I, I think that, you know, the Bahamas, that, that's probably one of the best bowls to go to. For for the players, for the fans, for everyone involved, yes. They're like, shoot, we get to go to the Bahamas for a week. Obviously, it's about business and taking care of business first things first on Friday to really start off the bowl season. But yeah, I think it's a good matchup as well. Right. It's going to be strength on strength. The Rockets, one of the best teams in not committing turnovers, versus a mid Tennessee, mid Tennessee team mm-hmm. that is naturally ranked, you know, high ranked at committing turnovers. Mm-hmm. So something's got to give. Other, otherwise, it's going to be a slugfest. I think it's going to be the Brian Kovac show. Mm-hmm. If if he gets twenty five, thirty carries, like strength on strength, just. Running down the throat. Let's see what happens. But for all those fans, alums that are going down, just don't do anything stupid in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Like, like I understand it's the week before Christmas. Just be safe. Right. That is, that is true. And transitioning to another team kind of nearby the Rockets campus. University of Michigan mm-hmm. winning the Big Ten in dominating fashion. Apparently not that dominating because they're number two team ranked in the country, and we'll get to that later. But just a dominating performance. And it seems like Michigan is the best team in the Big Ten. And it's hard to argue against that, just the way that they looked. Really neutralizing Iowa to the point that they made they made that man a meme in the second quarter. Right. <laughs> like, like it was it was going to be that kind of game, and he knew it. He saw it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout, shout out to the Wolverines for getting that win to set up for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. And by the way, I did go to the Lions game. I told this with Frank. 
I went to the Lions uh, Bears game over Thanksgiving. I will say two bad football teams. It's crazy to watch live. You see why they're not that good. Yeah, and, and even watching that the Lions game that you know when they finally got the Schneid, mm-hmm. and then they celebrated like they won the Super Bowl, which right. is which ticked a lot of people off, and then in the Detroit media and everyone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just I I don't know what it is when you know we talked about the cardiac cats even when. In some of those losses where they were losing by possession. And we talked about earlier in the season. Like, they had a little bit of a fight that they didn't have in the Matt Patricia era. Right. And, like, they finally got over the hump. Now, obviously, that was a requiem on the Vikings. We're not, you know. And then they came out this past Thursday and kind of got that off their chest in the first half. Right. But, yeah, that's those are both two bad football teams. Yeah, they're, and they're too Detroit bad. Lions, Detroit Lions got the win. So, unfortunately, they won't go zero and seventeen, or oh, sorry, zero sixteen and one. But, and there's surprisingly, there's a way if things, particular um, ping pong balls fall as they might, Detroit Lions could be in the playoffs. Real, yeah, that's true. You got it. You got it. That is totally true. Oh. I don't know. I, I, I think that I'm still on the fence with Dan Campbell. I mean, is, is it the bad? Is it a bad football team or is it bad coaching? I don't know. I think it's probably the, the, the earlier part that it's just a bad football team. And if he gets talent, he can probably get some wins. But you're right. You know, they, they were close in a lot of games and just couldn't, you know, get it over the hump they could have had a chance to beat the Steelers but they ended up tying but it was good to see them get a last second touchdown uh, against the Vikings I just didn't want them to beat the Bears so on Thanksgiving I was happy that the Bears got the win if they if the Bears would have lost I would have been upset I know that a, a future loser is going to be the Bears when they play uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on Sunday night um, because he still owns them yeah and just kind of thinking about kind of it goes back to a conversation that we had when we were saying, is Matt Stafford for Jared Goff, are they going to be a like-for-like replacement? And it really seems as though for a lot of this season, kind of Jared Goff has looked like how Matt Stafford did. Right. And it kind of, some of the similar conversations about, okay, who is he throwing it to? Who who are his weapons? Who are his offensive? And there was a little bit, there was a little bit of that, like, that we've seen so far this year. Mm-hmm. That, But now they have, a, you know, a pretty solid running game that's like you found your two running backs you found you know mm-hmm. you have an all-world tight end who has the ability to be all pro in tj hawkinson mm-hmm. like do you have wide receivers yeah you have some weapons that are able to catch the ball but it goes back to okay can jerry goff not stink up the joint right in similar ways that we saw him do when he was with the rams and it's like it goes back to again. We need a quarterback. Yeah, I, I do think they need a quarterback. I mean, that's just what I think. I mean, he's he's not he's not bad, but I don't think he he's going to get him over the, the hump. Yeah, and because right now he's still the he's still the fourth best quarterback mm-hmm. in the division, fifth best if you want to throw in how you feel about Andy Dalton. But right. I take Dalton over golf right now. Mm-hmm. And, 
<sighs> a team that does not need a quarterback, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski continue to make history as a quarterback to receiver duo, quarterback to tight end duo. These guys just aren't going to retire. Right. Like, I feel like Brady's just going to play until, like, he's 50. Because mm-hmm. he, like, he doesn't get hit. He has the workout regimen. Obviously, he's not going to, like, defeat Father Time. Because Father Time's always going to be undefeated. But he's going to get, like, I honestly don't know if Tom Brady's going to slow down. Because right. he has so many weapons around him. He has so many solid playmakers and a solid offensive line. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that at this age, Tom Brady is still able to do it. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Just because at, at some point the body has to break down. We we mm-hmm. made the comparison kind of for the past couple of years. Oh, Brady and LeBron are going to keep playing together until you know they're both in their forties, fifties. Look at the longevity. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron's breaking down. Like he hit. Yeah, it's obvious. Like this it's... last injury. Like he's like he's looking like an old man. Right. It, it was going to eventually like, happen. And usually, what happens is it hits you like a, a ton of bricks. You know, you just be in your prime, looking really good. And usually, guys like LeBron, it's like a certain injury that comes that's just nagging and it just doesn't leave you alone. And that's what happened to LeBron, basically. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, what is that nagging injury that's going to hit Tom Brady? Because it feels like he doesn't have that. Like he gets hit, and he's like, "Oh, all right, just you know, I'll just hand the ball off to Leonard Fournette thirty times, and no one's going to know." It's like, what is going to be that thing that hits him like a ton of bricks? I just don't see it happening. Now, obviously, I'm not wishing injury on the guy, but like at some point, Father Time is like, look. Like, you need to retire. Like, retire, live out your days, be an analyst, go coach. You know, maybe he's waiting for Harbaugh to retire in Michigan so that he can be the next head coach of the University of Michigan. I don't know. Like, he, this is interesting, just kind of how his longevity has gotten this far. Mm-hmm. And because he continues to set records, continues to make records. But he also takes care of his body, though, too. Yeah, and he doesn't get hit either, which mm-hmm. definitely helps with that taking care of his body. So if he got if he got hit the way that Drew Brees was getting hit, or the way that Peyton Manning was getting hit towards the end when he was in Denver, oh yeah, he'd definitely be feeling that. Right. And the last winner, unfortunately, Minshew Mania is back for a short time. Jalen Hurts was out injured, so. Gardner Minshew showed up, mm-hmm. and a, gar- yeah. a Gardner Minshew sh- sighting. I'm like, like at least with Minshew Mania when it was in Jacksonville, it was hot, fun. You know, the mustache, you know, mustache musketeer, whatever nickname you want to give him. Like, mm-hmm. like obviously now the conversation is, you know, when Jalen Hurts is able to come back. And he's able to be fully healthy. He's going to be the starter. But just kind of a pleasant reminder of, you know, a solid backup in Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Hey, good to see you. Good to see that you're actually playing well. Right. Maybe he'll be the starting quarterback in New Orleans next year. I don't know. 
<laughs> Anything else? Nope, and with that, that is winners and losers. Mm-mm-mm. Always coming with the heat, man. Always coming with the heat. That was David with his winners and losers. Uh, coming up next, this is going to be another hot topic. It is every year when it comes around. The college football playoff. Did they get the pairings right for the semifinal? David, what say ye? Give us the tease. When you want to make storylines, you got to know who the players are in the script. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. Listen to 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. You know, subscribe to us and, you know, the updates will come to your phone. Either through SoundCloud SoundCloud or iTunes. We'll take a quick commercial break. Talk a little college football playoff. That and more here on 88.3 WXUTs. After further review.